In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. I wanted to offer just a brief homily, a reflection, really, on the meaning of this feast, especially that it is the first feast, the first great feast of the year, of the church's 12 great feasts. This is the first of them. And I want to bring out something from the hymns that we heard in Vespers. We actually heard this hymn twice because it both is the first stikira, the first hymn from the Lord I Call sequence, and the last one. So I want to bring it back, dip our cup back into that stream of hymns again and drink from it and offer it up as giving us a gateway, just like our, Lord, our Lady is the gateway for our Lord. It's this last hymn, the Doxostakon, for this feast. Today, God who rests upon the spiritual thrones has prepared for himself a holy throne on earth. He who in wisdom established the heavens has fashioned a living heaven in his love for mankind. For from a barren root, he has made a life-bearing branch spring up for us, even his mother. O God of wonders and hope of the hopeless, O Lord, glory to you. Those first lines, he who made and sits and rests upon spiritual thrones has prepared for himself a, ho a holy throne on earth. This is what the Theotokos is to us. This is how she relates to God. She is doing what each and every Christian needs to be, a throne where God sits. She submitted herself to God. She was raised from the very beginning, to be this throne, to be the dwelling place of God. As other hymns call her, that she, he who made the heavens has made for himself a heaven also here on earth. For her womb became the dwelling place of God. Every Christian has a small measure of this as their call, to become the dwelling place of God. And she leads the way. She is the first among the saints to be that dwelling place. Again, none of us can be the dwelling place like she was the dwelling place. None of us can bear her, bear him like she bore him in her womb. But we can be also a throne for God. We marvel at these words. But there's another aspect of this feast that is constantly being brought to us, and indeed, in all the feasts of the Mother of God, it's that God is the one who prepares. God is the one who is working to make that throne. And she, indeed, is the throne. We have her as the ideal of the throne, but we also have a contemplation of, how shall we say, the material that he, as the divine carpenter, is working from to make that throne. It's not wood. It's the flesh and blood of her. It's the flesh and blood and all the preparation of the people of God all through the Old Testament to get to this beginning, this very beginning that we can marvel at. It's always our Lord at work with us, humans, our fallenness. And we are reminded of our weakness in the story of how the Theotokos was conceived and how she was born. 
It comes from the broken place of Joachim and Anna. It comes from the weakness that as they cried out to God of their weakness, of their inability, their barrenness to have just any children. And God heard the cries of these two and he saw and he said, this is what I can work with. This is the kind of heart, the humble and broken heart, as the Psalm 50 says, God will not despise. So he worked with that flesh and with that blood. He worked with the brokenness of their spirit and he gave them a great gift. He gave them the gift of the beginning, the woman who would be the gateway for salvation to enter into the world. Not that she was the salvation herself, but that she could be the throne. She could be the gateway now existent who could give her divine yes, her holy yes to God so that the divine son of God could enter and have flesh and blood that he has fashioned for himself for our salvation. So this is a feast of expectation, looking forward to that ultimate time where we will be saved by Christ in his resurrection, by the renewing of the flesh, the body that he had taken from her and fashioned for himself. He prepared each and every way. So may we prepare ourselves, may we find those places within our lives where we need to cry out to God for his mercy, and then we give the opportunity for that divine carpenter, that divine craftsman to work within our life and to give us the great gift of salvation. That's what we need to glimpse in this feast, the beginning, the preparation of our God for us and working with us as human beings where we are at. And then he picks up and he makes us a holy people, his own people, fashioned as he wants to fashion us that is the best for us. Just as he did for Joachim and Anna in their cries, he gave them a gift beyond what they even asked for. He gave them the holy Theotokos, who would give and be for all humanity a mother and the gateway of our salvation. Amen.